every time I open LinkedIn and just I saw your posts and just scroll down, open show more, I couldn't resist just to see what's happening and read it till the end. Hussain, welcome to the show. Really appreciated and really I'm inspired to be uh, having some person and inspirational person like you today. Ahmed, thank you very much. First of all, it's an honor for me to be with you, especially in your first episode, which uh, I think it's gonna make big headlines. Not the episode itself, but I think the series itself. So congratulations. I'm very happy to be with you in this first one. Thank you so much, uh, Hussein. Hussein, um, I believe that there is always a reason behind anything. And with your inspirational content and inspirational personal brand and authentic personal brand that you built it on LinkedIn, I believe there was a story behind it and there is a reason behind it. Would you mind if you share this beautiful story? Of course. <laughs> My story with LinkedIn goes back to, I think, more than 10 years, 11 years. You know, when the social media started, LinkedIn and its cousins, we used to go there and put a status update. Good morning, good night, <laughs> uh, I'm hungry. You know how it started <laughs> all. So I didn't understand the purpose of LinkedIn, although it was more focusing on jobs. And if you remember when it started, people thought it's a job portal, which eventually it's not a job portal. It's the, a place where you expose yourself so that jobs will come to you. I started, uh, and I always said this, by doing quotes. Mm -hmm. Just I, I come with any experience I had. Create a quote, a line. Put it on LinkedIn. People used to make fun of me. You know, <laughs> Who are you, Shakespeare? You know, I put, my, put the quote and then my name as a signature. Mm -hmm. So I had people who really liked that, and some of them felt, you know, this guy is, what is he doing? Eventually, I wasn't doing this for anything. I just wanted to share... Uh, my feelings and my knowledge and nothing was personal every quote i used to put did not reflect my situation it reflects a general topic it can be leadership it can be anything that happens but i put it in a small form of a quote and people started to like those so eventually the haters became became <laughs> maybe a bit of followers for that and you know when you work in the corporate uh, people think that oh this guy is living on linkedin <laughs> he's posting every day yeah as we say in Arabic he's on LinkedIn uh, just mm -hmm. uh, spending or wasting time there no LinkedIn is not a waste of time LinkedIn is the best investment in your time because you connect with millions of people mm -hmm. with one click and 10 times more efficient than emails or uh, prospecting clients through Google or uh, yellow pages or so on so Yes, I've, I saw the potential, and this is where I started to build my profile. I never intend, and I hate the word influencers. Today, irrespective of how much your audience grows, uh, we call ourselves, and you're one of them, of course, contributors. We are there to contribute. We're not there really to be called as influencers because you're not there to influence people. You're there to inspire people. So that's my story. And, and alhamdulillah, today I have many colleagues and friends who support the content and who encourage me to to keep writing every single day creating content it's not easy but it's not tough 
it's an inspirational to see uh, this story is coming yeah, that you started from i would say nothing and built this inspirational authentic personal brand where you faced some struggles in in just posting on linkedin during this period i would say from let's say from uh, bosses from people around you uh, anybody just uh, close to you what were their feedback and how did you deal with that that's a very good question i had the couple of types of bosses across my whole career the majority were with i mean one of the top bosses i had and he was the real inspiration for me to continue is he used to see me online see my posts and tell me bravo you're building not only your personal brand you're reflecting the corporate brand which you represent through your personal brand so this gave me 10 times the power to continue. Of course, I had to turn a deaf ear to the people who say, sure, you're promoting yourself. No, Habibi, I'm not promoting <laughs> myself. I'm there to promote the company I work for, the brand I work for. And yes, me as part of that company who can add value, who can really uh, support anybody who is there, who's looking for that brand. But in principle, it helped me to build my name again. Mm-hmm. Uh, your personal brand, Ahmad, complements your corporate brand. I had not bosses, you know, some people within management teams who were offended. Mm-hmm. This guy is too loud. Okay, so what? I mean, what does this affect you? It's a positive thing. But sometimes the human nature, some people don't like it because they are not social. They're not mm-hmm. socially oriented. Few people may be jealous from you. I mean, it can happen. You know, why him or her and not me? And eventually you see them after a month or a year or five years trying to do the same. They wake up and see there is a value in that. There is no harm in being loud. There is no harm in connecting and networking. So I don't see any reason for any boss today to really put any roadblocks for employees. I used to encourage my employees and I used to tell them, I want to see you active on LinkedIn. But every word you say and every sentence you write is not only reflecting you, it's reflecting the corporate brand which you're holding on your shoulders. And this made them think twice, not to post or not, mm-hmm. how to create the content. It's okay to take a cup of coffee in the morning with the company brand and say, <laughs> I'm enjoying a morning coffee in the office. This reflects that you have happy employees. This tells people you are maybe an employer of choice, you know, as we say in Arabic, mm. it's okay. But of course, you have to consider that there are some things that you cannot post when you engage with big brands. I, I fully respect the big brands who put for you some bu- boundaries uh, because any bad word is going to reflect the whole brand, mm-hmm. especially public companies. Mm-hmm. But again, don't suffocate your people. Give them the freedom to connect, build their personal brand. I always say, if you are not able to give the employee a lifetime job, you cannot block them from building their own profile to be exposed so that if you decide to make them redundant, they have someone who can take them and they know that that due diligence is already done on LinkedIn. With those people that you were just mentioning them, I feel that sometimes, you know, when you start to build your authentic personal brand on social media or LinkedIn, there are some jealous people, right? Can you tell me one of the situations that you felt and maybe that you felt that it's self-doubt, no, I need to stop or just move forward. There was self-doubt or just a point that you say, okay, 
whether I will take it my way or I will stop. To be honest with you, yes. Everybody who starts creating a lot of content will have that, I'm not going to say fear. You know, you worry about the toxic people who jump on your posts and shift completely the, the topic into something else to create trolls on your comments <laughs> because they want to attract attention. I'm always with constructive feedback. I'm always with negative constructive feedback through a direct message and not on the post itself. Mm -hmm. You cannot go and just throw your negativity on people's posts or be a party spoiler just because you want to get attention. And some people do it, by the way, because they want to get likes <laughs> on their comments. And I remember <laughs> them and I know them by name. So, I mean, it's not good for them. For you as, as a content creator or as the author, it's not going to affect you. It's just somebody who's putting their own opinion, which you can respect, but there's a limit. So I used to think twice. <laughs> if I post this, what will be the reaction? But I know I'm not posting something negative. And if you go to all my timeline, I never put anything negative. Everything either positive or logically actual. So something that happens in today's words. I was a bit worried about this, but gradually I learned that if you have six out of 10 people who like your content, it's more than enough for you. You don't need the 10. You can never be perfect. You can never impose your ideas or mindset on others because we're humans. So always go with the majority who support you. Uh, one of the things that sometimes is very annoying mm -hmm. is uh, people jump into your posts and speak about something completely irrelevant to that. So you come here and say, what should I do? Should I delete the, the comment? Mm -hmm. It's not good, you know? Unless it is an advertisement, <laughs> you have to remove that. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you just keep it there. Keep it there, don't engage on it. Not because of a disrespect of the person. You have to appreciate that somebody took the time to write and comment, irrespective of the type of comment. But keep it there. If you engage it, you will give it more attention. Uh, drain if you don't engage energy. It, you will drain your energy. Yeah. I had a situation or a couple of situations. Mm. You know, I always amplify brands, okay? This is, I do it because I always like to share the best practices of big companies, of big brands, of people as well. I amplify people, I promote people. It's, I you, see know, it you know, LinkedIn, yeah. there is no monetization. Let's be realistic here. 100%. Today, nobody is monetizing directly from LinkedIn through the content. The way you monetize is indirectly by having people coming to you as inbound leads because people believe in your values, and they want to work with you as a person. That's the only way. So every time I used to, let's say, for example, uh, have a good engagement with the brand, I recommend them. I take a photo with one of their employees, uh, their brand, in their shop. So some comments used to come and say, oh, you're, you're, how much they paid you for this? And it used to frustrate <laughs> me a lot. And you don't reply. The next post, the same people, if you promote people, oh, you say you support people, apparently they're paying for you. <laughs> this is very, very, I mean, very bad. Mm -hmm. Because when you do something genuinely and you're authentic about it, yeah. and such people have that mindset, it's, it's bad for them. It's not bad for you. And your followers <laughs> are your best soldiers. Once I had a post three years back, mm -hmm. somebody went just to attack. I mean, that person had the mindset of attacking. And he wrote a very negative comment. I left it. Apparently, the followers saw the comment. Mm -hmm. They ate that person alive. <laughs> it became a big troll. 
and they all of them mm -hmm. they come with you against that comment because mm -hmm. it was not fair it was very obvious that the intention of the person who commented was not good so i didn't do anything you have i call them your your you your, build this following and the connection between yeah, people but these people who respect you uh, are your lifetime friends you know they understand you they walk with you in the same path so they are the ones who will take care of of those issues so don't worry i always tell people put post whatever you like as long as you like whatever you post so whatever you like put it there be be very selective in what you put don't put any negative things i'm against uh, bashing brands i mean i respect that many people do it if you have a problem with any service of any company you can go into linkedin speak about them badly and then you will see the account of that company apologizing and then it will be resolved why do you want to do that yeah, i mean you can just search names of people who work there send them a private message you will reach someone why do you want to make a public post to bash a brand and let me tell you why i i don't really agree on this a brand is not uh, a combination of logos a brand is mm -hmm. hundreds of souls working under that brand so you cannot go and bash a brand for a service failure which will affect maybe hundreds or thousands of employees public something happened take it private and fix it you will not benefit i mean okay if it's the last resort i can tell you this company which didn't reply on private messages nor on their social media nor on the call can. center you know what they shouldn't be even at uh, at work Existing. they should close <laughs> yeah. they should close <laughs> exactly as so in just you, you triggered something also in my mind. In such cases, you have a lot of, I would say, challenges when you started that. How did you deal when you have like some, uh, I would say, struggles with people that they're always jealous and they always, as you said, just put these comments always over the post. Are you getting just ignoring them, block them, delete them? Or what's the action that you always take? Yeah, I was very cautious on this because blocking usually is not good. Okay, it's, it offends the other person. But with time, I learned that this is my space. Mm -hmm. I mean, my LinkedIn profile is my virtual office and my virtual home. Everybody who visits my profile is a visitor. I respect that person. Everybody who wants to engage is like a visitor at home who's just picking his or her own apple or chocolate as if it's their own home. So they contribute. But crossing the limits, no. I mean, when people come and have poisonous, toxic, and mm -hmm. unprofessional wordings and comments, you can delete the first thing. They do it again. You send them a message mm -hmm. that you're crossing your limits. Please don't do that again. If they do it the third time, you can block. It's okay. You just remove from your way toxic people who can affect your mental wellness. Many people are afraid today to, to post on LinkedIn because of this. They just don't know what type of engagements i tell them go ahead and do it you have the right to block anybody who crosses the limit and it's okay it's very much okay but again try i'll give you an example mm -hmm. you know i work in the delivery industry and one of the companies i put i put a post and by the way one thing that everybody notices my comments are only enabled for my first uh, degree connections mm -hmm. why is that because usually for me, when I put a post, I want to deliver a message. I want to contribute. I want to share my knowledge. I'm not really there to collect likes or comments. So 
in linked on linkedin in specific uh, many people who come who are not first connections they can be followers or third degree connections or so they just come there again and post things that are irrelevant so why do you want to embarrass yourself and embarrass them by deleting that comment so you're limited to the first uh, degree first connections mm-hmm. and followers many of them i respect that either they send me a connection request because they want to contribute positively and see here how the 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 greatness of those people they sent to me a message mm-hmm. saying i would like to connect with you because i want to contribute on your post all right so they want to write something really again nobody is forced to agree with you they can disagree but you notice that respectful. these people are respectful mm-hmm. and respected mm-hmm. so you add them as a connection and you know in linkedin you cannot add everybody as a connection you have a limit so you have to select your yeah, audience 30000 if i yes remember. and everybody else can follow you it's mm. okay if they have any uh, comments and they are not able to comment on the post they will send you a message mm-hmm. because they have if you want to comment on a post it's not because you want to expose that you are a philosopher because you want to raise your opinion so you can raise it to the author if you're not able to comment uh, Once you started posting on LinkedIn, I see definitely you have a huge maturity trends in in posting or just the the content itself that you you're doing every day. What is this secret formula that you're always using because I'm I'm asking you this I always look at your posts and I cannot resist. Always there is a hook, there is something, there is a story behind it. What is this secret formula that you're using it? very simple formula everything i write about or speak about happens almost to everybody every day i'm very realistic in my posts if you notice i never put i rarely put a link to an article or to you know yeah. because people are really bored from this people want genuine material people want i'm sharing my knowledge because i have a passion in sharing my knowledge and experience and the biggest example i'm here with you today uh, and let's tell everyone this is not a paid episode this is <laughs> I, 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 I really believe in you and thank you i would like to really share my knowledge and experience through your, through your platform so uh, and that's it in a nutshell uh, i create content based every day i have one or two posts i never have a problem in generating content because everything that happens with you is a content itself you meet new people it's content uh you you have a self achievement it's content and no it's not about showing off it's about being proud of yourself because if you're not proud of yourself and you don't expose yourself uh you'll not be able to expose others in principle content creation as i showed you on my mobile i have hundreds of topics in my notes application i choose and select to diversify topics that people want to hear about and again every single thing i write about either happened with someone i know mm-hmm. or it's happening in general in an industry whereby it touches uh, the nerve of people who are struggling from that one time one of my valued followers told me that uh, sometimes i call you the voice of the people of the voiceless people exactly <laughs> look it really touched mm. me maybe i have the courage mm. to speak about taboo topics and when i say taboo topics they are not really bad topics they are topics that some people are afraid to speak about because yeah. it can maybe trigger the anger of the employers it can trigger the anger of i don't know the relatives but in principle everything is professional so it's okay to expose things in a constructive manner 
for one purpose. I post on LinkedIn for one purpose, for impact. It's all about impact. I never want to be famous. I never want to be an influencer. I just want to leave impact and leave a name and a stamp when we leave this world. As a simple legacy. as that. A, a legacy. legacy. A legacy. Hussain, if I'm in a position that I want to share something, but I'm really afraid to do that, that thing, what would be the advice that you can give it to me to start posting on LinkedIn? I know that, from, for instance, that I have a great values and I have a great um, experience. How can you convince me and how can you crash these limiting beliefs inside my mind to start doing that? And as you said, personal branding, it's, it's like an attraction. You can attract all the opportunities once you are, you're here. Just You will not push yourself. It will be a pulled game. So what is this advice that you can give to anybody who's listening to us right now, has some greatness, has some experience, some values, and wants to share it, but afraid? What is your advice? The first thing you need to do is to break the fear. I mean, what are you afraid for? People, the worst that can happen is nothing. Simple. <laughs> Just keep it simple. The worst that can happen is nothing. A negative comment, it's okay. You cannot please everyone and you're not in the business of pleasing everyone. Mm -hmm. So the moment you decide that you want to create a post and you are sure that that post, as I said, I'll tell you now, by the way, what really taught me to review my posts and what I look into every word before pressing post. Sometimes you have to edit because it's a, grammar, a grammatical, grammatical mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it as an opportunity and not as a threat. And you don't care about the likes. A lot of people come and say, yeah. I've been posting for a year mm. and I get two likes. It's never about the likes. Let me tell you. Every post you put on your LinkedIn is like decorating the wall of your house. You're putting mm -hmm. a new painting, a new beautiful painting, which somebody will be impressed with it. So tomorrow, if anybody wants to sign a contract with me or with you, they will go to your LinkedIn profile, right? They don't care about how many likes or how many followers. They will read your content. So your content is reflecting who you are your personal values, but you cannot fake it. Never fake being a leader on LinkedIn. Never fake being authentic on LinkedIn. I know many people, and this is so bad for them. Many people, top executives maybe, or senior people, who go on LinkedIn and speak about leadership and show that they're empathetic. But you go back and see how they are in the office. And not, not, it's not from me. Mm -hmm. their employees when you're sitting look it's a small community mm -hmm. so when let's say I tell someone oh your boss is super active on LinkedIn oh, he's speaking about empathy come see how he treats us <laughs> in the office <laughs> that person or that leader will immediately be flagged and gradually it's a word of mouth that he's just there to inflate and fake his leadership so he will never get what he's expecting from LinkedIn you you can get bots and whatever it is and 100 likes and all these and it's super easy to do it although linkedin is super in blocking those but it's never about the number it's about really the people who read your post and don't engage by the way many people who maybe like my content they don't engage they send me a private message or they see me in a mall walking and shake hands and say you know what we like your posts but they never engage so the secret um, admirers are your real people. 
they're silent because they observe and enjoy and when you go and meet them for business mm-hmm. for a job for anything they know you so this is what i always tell people don't be afraid nothing is going to happen it's a positive thing it's an opportunity your name is going to be shown in people's timelines unless they unfollow you many people unfollow me many people come and tell me i say we see you twice a day on <laughs> our face i unfollowed you it's okay i respect that you're telling me that maybe you're so busy to read my posts although you can read them at night exactly. and maybe my post is not adding value to you and this is what you want you are and in- i have something funny once i had to tell someone because you know mm. he he was very aggressive i told him you know what you are unfollowing me because everything i'm talking about is touching is touching you <laughs> because maybe you are one of those people <laughs> it makes they sense. followed me again <laughs> you mentioned that that about posting on linkedin it's some way you you pass this it's easy for you but now if i'm as i said if i have great values a great experience and i won't post on linkedin one of the biggest fears that i was also um fearing and uh, and, and uh, passing through it is getting how my boss perspective or perception how he will look at me and maybe people around me they will say that okay he is posting on linkedin he has time why he is not investing this time on uh, if he is investing this time on his work then he will move forward and he will get better and better in his career what's your advice for people that they have this fears inside their mind first of all i will go to your boss and tell him or her if you invest your time or if you invest the time of watching ahmed all the day on linkedin watching him what he is doing if you invest in your time in creating content like ahmed trust me you will you will become a star <laughs> number one so whoever really monitors you in this uh, deep way is wasting their own time Number two, you are not wasting time on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is not a gaming platform whereby you're just playing a game all the time. Creating a post, Ahmad, I mean, with with uh, practice, you will learn that. Creating a post will take 10 minutes. You may create a post at night. All my posts are created either at night or I'm driving the car. An idea comes, I park, and I take it if you see those videos from the car. I never prepare, never script. It's instant. Uh, but the question is, why should your boss block you and posting personal things they don't have the right it's your own platform but again you shouldn't post something bad or negative because you are part of the organization many times uh, i have people who come and tell me and that's really strange saying we like your posts but you know we don't engage because i'm afraid that my manager <laughs> will uh, will see that because it will show on his time on her ta- his or her timeline i'll tell you why i'm saying his or her now <laughs> And then uh, uh, if, let's say, they're working with the competition, oh, it means you're endorsing your competitor. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Even if I was working, let's say I was the CEO of a company and somebody is working with me and then I move as a CEO for the competition. So my previous uh, uh, subordinates and friends, they like what I speak. It's okay if they like that. It's okay sometimes to encourage the other uh, part of the industry and your competitors. You're not saying, oh, we are better than you or you are better than me. They're just liking the content. It it may not be content about the industry itself, but that fear should really be waved out. Unfortunately, this will not work with everyone. 
because some bosses still think that if you like a post on LinkedIn at 2 p.m., it means you're not doing work, you're living on LinkedIn. No, no, no. LinkedIn is becoming part of, I mean, this this podcast is not <laughs> sponsored by LinkedIn, <laughs> but because we really value this platform and all our connections and maybe all our work is coming from there, it's good to speak the truth here. Uh, being on LinkedIn today is 10 times more efficient than uh, maybe being in the field. In the field, you meet four people. On LinkedIn, you meet 20 in a minute. So let's look into this as an opportunity. Let's really encourage our people to be loud and proud about the brand that they represent and about themselves. I'll be very proud to see one of my people writing an article about the industry. And then people are engaging. What they will say? They will say that person who works with Hussein is really smart. He represents perfectly what his company. He's so knowledgeable. If I was a bad boss, I'd be afraid mm, if this guy is posting, maybe the CEO of my competition will see that post and they will see he's so good, so they will headhunt him. This is a sick mindset. You cannot own people. You never can own people. It takes them a resignation letter that can be written in five seconds and leave you. So I think this mindset should change. And I always encourage executives to be as well active on LinkedIn and themselves. I respect the fact that you have busy ones who cannot, and that's perfectly well. But the ones who can, my advice, that's not a rule, that's just an advice, don't outsource it. Don't go and let someone write on your behalf and then post. Why? When a very top CEO in the region or in the country puts a post, and I'm not talking about posting about, uh, let's say, a link which take you to a celebration of they, they launched something, an achievement of the company. No, I'm talking about thought leadership. Thought leadership, Ahmad, cannot be outsourced. You cannot say I'm a thought leader and go and get an agency to write on your behalf. Tomorrow, when, you, when the agency puts this under your account, and then people who really look up at you come and comment on that, okay? How bad it is if, let's say, somebody on your behalf would reply and say, thank you, Ahmad. You would be happy. Wow, that person, he's so humble. Mm-hmm. He replied to me. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it's not it's him not or him. her. How bad it is when you know. I mean, this is extremely important. People underestimate this. We are genuine and we have to be authentic with our with our audience. Otherwise, better not to do it. Because it will dilute your message as well. If you said, as you said, if... The, the agency they, they don't know that their personal values they are not no they don't know the, the expectations they don't know the the thoughts in our mind as you said i like what you have said already uh, that you have always situations every day touching right because it's from your personal experience it's easy to outsource it but it's hard just to take it or give it from your heart it's not just like working like that what i love in your always content the videos the videos that you are going. I believe there is a secret also behind it. And I'm just eager to know when you open, I always see this, you put your mobile inside the car and you start to improvise. Do you have some criteria, some framework that you are always getting? Because you have some ideas, right? In your mind. Do you set some points that say one, two, three, four, I will do it or just you improvise in your video content? Honestly, I improvise and sometimes I'm surprised because if you notice in my videos, you will never see a video from me from now till forever, which is cut. 
Yeah. You will not see a video which is cut and then, you know, you're, I'm, I'm merging two frames. No. Mm-hmm. I press the camera. I always have an average of 1.5 to 2 minutes because mm-hmm. I don't want people to be bored. And the moment I know what I'm talking about, it rolls. I mean, I can speak for 10 minutes, but people will, <laughs> will, will, will not really like that. So, no, it's very spontaneous. Again, of course, uh, sometimes I do it always from the car, but definitely the car is parked, super safe. Nothing because sometimes people will jump or oh, put your seatbelt. Oh, Habibi, I'm stopped. <laughs> I understand that, but the car is stopped already, so there's no risk sometimes in the parking. Mm. So I do it in a very safe manner. The toughest thing is not the content, fixing the camera. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes the mobile is more heavy than the, you know, than the holder. And, uh, and I had a lot of funny stories. Maybe someday I will make a video about the failures that happened. I do a video, so passionate. I speak everything. Yes, that's it. Before I conclude, a truck passes by with a very loud noise. So it spoils everything. And that's why I told you I don't like to cut. Mm-hmm. So I can really cut and redo it again. I prefer to have it very, very authentic. Yeah. Do you think that authentic videos is better than just edited, edited video? I don't want to be judging here. Mm-hmm. I mean, every circumstances uh, are, are really understood. But me personally... I, I don't do it because, mm-hmm. again, when you are spontaneously talking about a topic, it shows that it's coming from within. It's not really prepared. It's not. I went to chat GPT and told her, tell me how to speak about this. <laughs> so and talking about chat GPT, it's a great uh, technology, but I personally believe nothing, nothing ever will replace the human touch. Agreed. Nobody can convince me. It can be faster than you, more accurate than you, uh, uh, having better gra- uh, grammar la- than you, but not and uh, never more passionate than you. It cannot be more passionate than what you say. 100%. Uh, Hussein, do you think that your personal brand and posting on LinkedIn were one of the biggest reasons of founding Vlogmina today? I think yes. I give all the credit to the people who believed in me because starting a new business is, is not easy, as we say, but it's super exciting. Um, I'll give you also a nice story because I think this is all about storytelling today. <laughs> when I did, I did before launching Vlogmina, I did a, a survey, a poll. Okay, although I'm not a big fan of a lot of polls that come and say, what do you eat, ice cream or cake? But the polls that you want to grab information to help you in making a personal decision, which means you're trusting people. So I did the poll. And because I'm commercially minded, mm. I, I love sales. <laughs> I said, that's how I can also capture my leads. So I put the poll. I said, should I had at that time a lot of offers to go back to the corporate as an executive mm-hmm. or to open Plugbina. So I did the poll. What do you suggest? To go back to corporate or to go on my own and open my company. I can't remember the number, but I, th- I think about 70% were with to open my company and 30% go back to corporate. It got around 800 votes. So 70% by 800 votes, that's around 500 people. What did I do? I went to them one by one. I took a screenshot and I got, Ooh. you know, uh, on, the, on the iPad, and I started to mark the ones who told me, Open your business. So Ahmed was one of them. 
you told me to open the business, it means you want to support me in that. Mm-hmm. So if you work in a company, which can be my customer when I launch, I'm going to come to you and tell you, listen, Ahmad, see, you told me, encouraged <laughs> me to open my company. Fadal, give me business. <laughs> so a lot of people really encourage that. And today I'm, I'm really grateful for a lot of people who really come as inbound leads. They want to work with me uh, because they believe in what I do. Mm-hmm. They know me personally. And it's never because they just see me always loud on LinkedIn or my personal brand. My personal brand for you is only a shell if you don't know me. But the people who know you and know that you walk the talk are the ones who will trust you further. So everybody can create a shell, but until they know you, until they sit with you, until they meet you and see who you are, then they will put a stamp and say, this leader or that leader is authentic. Was it easy decision just to... Um, or hard decision just to go you have two different ways right yeah whether you go back to the corporation and it's the easiest way i would say yeah. here or just building your blog mina in that way what was the trigger that you say okay i will do blog mina because it's easy you know i go for the corporation i have offers you have great personal brand and you have great values it's easy to take that way why you took this hard way There is a story here. I was in a mall uh, one year, exactly one year back with one of my great friends. He came from Egypt. And I'm sure when he watches this, he will remember that moment. <laughs> uh, I was in the middle of uh, negotiating a couple of offers that were coming to me. And I was, you know what? خلص, I need to go on my own. I need to really start being independent, building something like everybody else going into entrepreneurship. I mentored a lot of startups. It's time for me to mentor myself as well. Why not? So while in the mall, I got a call. And by the way, the Plugmina's logo was done by one of my mentees. Okay. <laughs> And also she's watching this. Her name is Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did for me the logo as just uh, as part of, you know, contribution. And I came up with the name. So I created the logo and I bought the domain first. And sorry, before I tell you the story. Every time I sit with people today who want to go into entrepreneurship, I tell them first thing is go to GoDaddy, buy immediately the domain, domain yeah. have the name. Mm-hmm. This will give you attachment to what you're building. Make the logo, put them on the shelf. You almost have half the company. <laughs> you're almost there. So this is really what triggers you and gives you yeah. the excitement. So I had the logo. I had the license. And all I needed is to have the courage to go and say, خلاص, I'm not open today. For corporate, I need to build my own. Mm-hmm. And of course, you cannot close your door for corporate because God forbid, if your business crashes, then you have to go back to corporate. So keep the bridges always up and never say no for opportunities. Explore and, and assess. So I got the call. And that call was a bit disturbing for me. You know, after negotiations with one of the companies, I didn't really hear what I wanted to expect from their expectations. So we did not really click. With, mm-hmm. with all my respect to them, of course, I said, you know what? I looked at the guy, told him, listen, Ahmad, I'm going to launch now. I opened LinkedIn, right? I had the logo. Mm-hmm. It was plug me now as if you're, you're uh, tearing a paper, so revealing the new <laughs> brand. And I put it immediately without thinking twice. I said, mm-hmm. you know, let me do it. And you know, there is a witness for that. I think that was one of the most important moments in my life. And I would never regret it. I had a feeling that... I will never be alone. I know that many people will support me, not because it's a charity thing. 
they want to support me because they know me and they know that we can add value together. So, and within, I think, three weeks, I got my first contract. And those people, I'm going to speak about them in the future in one full episode. And I will show the first invoice. If you were telling me about something now, the yes. first invoice, when I invoiced my client and I got paid, I mean, I wanted really to to go and hug that person. <laughs> it is a great feeling yeah. to have that first payment. And then things started to roll. And today, I'm, I'm very, I mean, thanks God, everything is moving in the right way. I'm selective in my partnerships because I will never go and charge a client based on zero value. Many times I have to tell clients, you know what, let's break up because you're paying me and you're not utilizing me. So I cannot continue like that. It's not good for you. And then I spare my time for clients who really utilize me, get the best out of me, and it becomes a win-win situation. So we're selling our time and knowledge and experience today. And the most expensive thing today to sell is knowledge and experience. If there are entrepreneurs that were listening to us right now, or just corporate leaders who are listening to us right now, and they want to start their way of greatness or just start sharing on LinkedIn, what is the baby step that you can tell them to start posting on LinkedIn? Start putting content that reflects your values. Don't focus on sharing other people's content. Create your own content. Anything that comes to your mind, which you feel that it can really benefit others, even if it's 1%, put it. Zero likes, it's okay. Uh, if you had 200 views, okay, you have 200 people who saw that. Out of those 200, maybe one of them can be an employer, or one of them can be a customer, or one of them can be a partner. You want one person. Sometimes, you know, me and you, we put a post that gets half a million views. From the half a million, one person can change your life. You know, can change your life literally. So take the move, have that courage of sharing your your, uh, knowledge and experience. And whenever you face any problem, and what should I post today? What should I put content? As I said at the beginning, everything that happens to you is content. Diversify. Amplify good people. Promote good people. I mean, if you are in a restaurant and you have a great service, speak about it. Take a picture of that person. It will benefit the brand because they gave you a good service. And it will benefit that frontliner who really was dedicated and made you happy in the experience uh, at their premises. Uh, If you are a manager, it's okay to do the same with your people. Just come and take a picture with an employee you're happy with and speak about that employee. It's fine. But again, genuinely, not because you just want to show I'm a good leader. Uh, you may be, I don't know, uh, sometimes uh, even during personal life, the biggest thing you hear is, and people are scared about this, this is not Facebook. <laughs> ah, right. Many people mm. avoid putting selfies. I'm not talking about cheesy selfies. I'm talking mm. about professional selfie, enormous selfie. It can be while you're in the gym, you speak about uh, uh, how it's important to really exercise, how you're body health is, is reflecting to your mental health it's fine uh, you can be let's say going into a meeting in front of a big brand proud of it you can be in an exhibition and you take a picture that you're there and you're meeting great people come in Malishi, it's okay so in principle even if you the kids sometimes it's fine to show part of your personal life if you like to people want to see your personal life 
in Arabic we say مش عيب it's up to you if you want to expose these things but with limits sometimes cheesy posts will will really uh, turn off people yeah. offend people mm. so balance it you can be personal you can be professional and don't follow only one path some companies as well they manage the accounts of their people many companies mm. not one many companies they manage so ahmed posts but it's not ahmed it's it's a bot that really okay it's fine but this is only promoting the company this is not promoting the people and people want to promote themselves your safety net is your audience nobody other than your audience for the future for your career whoever is going to hold you when you fall is the people who are watching you and following you and believing you not the ones who are paying your salary today صح right because when you require a, a safety net to hold you somebody may have thrown mm. you so whoever have thrown you was against you building your personal brand so build your personal brand take that uh, step and i'm available as a complimentary anybody who wants any advice on this me and you and all of us who are contributing can give them some advice and put them on track again part of our social corporate social responsibility or individual social responsibility <laughs> thank you hussein so much really i appreciate your time i know that you had a lot of things but you came today I really appreciate your values, your experience, and I feel that what you have said today will impact a lot of people's lives. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ahmad, and good luck in this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.